Hello and welcome to Talk Chinese, where we teach you Chinese with ease. My name is Xiaolan. I'm going to teach you a useful phrase for Chinese every day. In this episode, we are going to talk about something fun called kite. We have an inventor of a kite, Tony Kirsten Price. Tony, he's not only an inventor; he's a writer and economist. Hi, Tony. Ni hao. Ni hao, Shalom. Right, kite. You invented a kite. I saw the video. So cool. Ah,、oh, I'm so glad that you liked the video. The thing, my particular invention, is actually the board that goes along with the kite. You know, I I love kites, and I've flown kites for a very long time. And before flying kites, I flew paragliders, and I've always loved the air and the confrontation of this invisible thing of the、mm-hmm. air with something. So you. You catch something invisible、yep. in it,、mm-hmm. and、uh, one of the special reasons I wanted to talk to you today about kites、mm-hmm. is because kites, of course, are a Chinese invention. Yes. Okay. That was done by Mozi. Ah, that's how you pronounce it. Mozi. Mozi. Yeah. More. It means dark. Ah. And it's very dark. That use the character black and then the soil together. More. More. And it's a fourth tone. More. More. Zi. Zi, and did you notice that a lot of Chinese ancient scholars they all have zi at the end? Yes. So yes. it's not really their name. His surname、uh, is more. Ah,、uh, is more. And zi is like a mister. It's the way of、uh, describing or sir, someone. Or,、okay, yeah, or, yeah, and they they don't use it every、okay. anymore. It's very old fashioned.、Oh, and zi originally was a character for a baby boy just been born.、I、so zi is the third tone.、Zi. Yeah. So dark soil. Dark is that soil. His... More. Yeah. More. That the character together just means very dark. Ah. Just so dark.、Mm-hmm. So so Mozi is reputed to have invented kites、yep. that he used to transport people out of besieged cities. And you can imagine that such a kite would have had to have had huge numbers of strings. Yes. Right. So the way we say kite in、mm. Chinese, fengzheng. Feng Zheng, Feng Zheng, Feng Zheng, Feng Zheng. Both are first tones, so we can make it flat. Right. Feng is the wind. Ah, yes. That's it. And、Fantastic. second character is quite interesting. That actually means one ancient Chinese instrument, Zheng. Zheng. The name of the instrument is Zheng, and is in English we call zither. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's、How、a wooden box with. Twenty-one strings, depending on what type of instrument. The one I played, I used to play,、uh, had twenty-one strings. Ah. And then、uh, people, you just use the fingernails to pluck. Right, and it's a box, and you so、yes. it's it's like a guitar, but with many many strings. Yes, and you have you need a long table. Ah, so more like a piano in a way. More, people call that Chinese piano. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And of okay. course, in the piano, you have to hit the key, and the key hits the string. But then in the zheng, you just need to pluck the strings. Ah, well, well, I love the idea. So, of course, am I going to remember how to pronounce him? Mo. Mozi. Mozi. Yeah. No, he he was quite an interesting character, and also an inventor. And not only that, he was a philosopher, a strategist, and philanthropist.、Mm. Everything. No, he seems、cool、he seems seems like a very cool guy, and I'm very、yeah. pleased to share kites with him. Yeah, great. But the only thing is, because he was born two thousand four hundred years ago, so a lot of like stories about him was all mixed together with a fictionary imagination. Right, right. Just like、he's, Robin Hood. Right, right. There's some yeah, mythology. Like Robin Hood. Okay, but but still, uh, that, that, King Arthur. King Arthur. King、yeah. Arthur. But what's how would you characterize the difference between him and Confucius? Right, Confucianism. Uh, of course, the, between Confucius and Mengzi. Mengzi. Yeah, Mengzi.、Yeah. You say、yeah. Mencius in 
in English, but we call him Mengzi. They are slightly different, but by and large, they believe in the social hierarchy, and they believe in universal education, which is a good thing. But Confucius doesn't like women. Yeah, so there's uh, quite a lot so, of chauvinists there. Right. And then in terms of the country, Confucius would recommend very strict social hierarchy from, for example, the emperor down to the ministers, down to the millions of the ministers, down to the family units, down to the fathers, the son, the grandchildren. Mm-hmm. So there's a hierarchy. Yeah, yeah, you have to look and, up. And women. At yeah, the and bottom, women yeah, at the bottom. bottom yes. Exactly. And then, but in terms of Mozi, he more encouraged, for example, the social equality. It's an attractive position and and very he's very early in taking that position. Yes, that's right. And not necessary, between Mozi and Confucius, not necessary they had head-to-head compete. It's not like that. It's more about they focus on different things that Confucius more about. Uh, In addition to the social hierarchy I mentioned, Confucius also emphasized on, for example, uh, certain jobs are more prestigious than the others. For example, the scholars is the number one because he's one <laughs> of them. Which he's one of them, yes. <laughs> exactly. And then the farmers and right. then the laborers and yeah. then the merchants, the business people, they are the, in the bottom of the social hierarchy. So this is his view. And then in terms of Mozi, he very much believed in social welfare. Right. So every action should simply take the public good. That's as right. It's, uh... And also he promoted a frugality. Yes, that's that is interesting. Yeah, frugality so, in order to yes. promote social welfare. Social welfare, so that you don't waste it on um, trying to appease heaven. Yeah, you that's right. You don't waste your resources okay. on heaven. Yeah. So Tony, tell us about your fengzheng. You invented. A ah, very well, okay. So, so, so the first thing is the kite itself. Uh, so the fengzheng, it's a, a kite that's actually it's called a flysurfer peak. It's a beautiful thing. It's made by a German. Inventor, and its main use is for use on skis. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, living in London, difficult to get out. Uh, for for a long time now, I've enjoyed using these kites on uh, football fields, essentially, and right. uh, in in parks. But so, lots of people use boards that have got four wheels, mm-hmm. a sort of big skateboard. Right now, the problem with a big skateboard is that it's really it gets away from some of the beautiful fluidity mm-hmm. of being on water or being on snow. You don't have a sense of being able to move around. And so, what I made was a three-wheeled, a three-wheeled kite where the three wheels are in line, mm-hmm. and the middle wheel is very large. Mm-hmm. Now, what that allows is it allows for a play of balance. You can the balance forward and backwards allows you to get the same kind of feeling like as you would, like snowboarding or like kiteboarding on the water. Right. All of a sudden, you get the fluidity mm-hmm. and you get that on land. Right. And um, so this is my you know Mozi made lots of contributions to progress. This is my right. small okay. contribution to your, progress. Your friendship with Mozi have turned into an invention of the fengzheng. The fengzheng board. Yeah, so how, how, what, what, how would one call a so a, a kite ban. board? Fengzheng ban. 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 Yeah, it's ban. a third tone. Ban. Fengzheng ban. <laughs> fengzheng ban. Is that available for sale? It's not yet, but it will be. It will be. I will let you know when the Kickstarter awesome. starts. Awesome. Okay. Okay. Look forward to it. Thank you so much, Tony, for joining us. Thank you very much, Sharon. Okay. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please don't forget to rate us, review us, and share what you have learned. Until next time, 再见. 再见, Tony. 再见, Sharon. 